Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today. Ahead on NBA Today, the baddest man on the planet, Luka Doncic. He did it again. Highlights from Mr. Clutch Time dispatching the Clippers again. Plus, speaking of last night, wait until you see what the Kings did to KD in the Nets. An utter beatdown that led to a cameo from the giant purple beam. You'll see what I mean right there. Plus, we'll preview two Eastern Conference clashes on tonight's slate. Celtics, Hawks, and Bucks versus Cavs. It's all right now on NBA Today. Welcome into NBA Today. I am Chineo Gwimike filling in for Malika Andrews. Zach Lowe is ready, our senior I'm ready. insider and writer. Ramona Shelburne in the building as well. Looking a dapper. couple of others, very dapper, with a little bit, is this suede? Or it's soft and nice. You think I know? <laughs> you probably don't, but Kuz did give you a lot of credibility. But we first, like, what's good, Perk? You in the building? How you doing, Perk? <laughs> What's happening, my good people? It's like the Wizard of Oz. I love my guy from the age. I know it is kind of like the Wizard of Oz, but the party does not stop right here. Oh. Look who else we've got joining today's festivities. Yes, sir. Oh. Hey. What's up, Big Kurt? Hey. How are you guys doing? Green. My guy, my friend from his pod. Hey. Where are the rings? I know, right? Keep them in a safe place. Very smart. As we all know, player for the Memphis Grizzlies, fresh off of the plane from New Orleans. Where's my Bing A, bro? I wish I could have brought them. They, they might not have made it. They're not in the offseason. Layover. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. okay. I'll save it for later. They don't travel um, well. No, they don't travel well. That is true. Keep, get them fresh. Get them fresh. Uh, before we get things started, you are based in L.A. for rehab based off of your yes. ACL and LCL injury. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I was based here until I got with the Grizzlies in Memphis. But um, uh, I'm doing great. I'm on a good pace. I don't like to jinx it or, you know, give too much Where's the wood? There. Can we knock on some But uh, <laughs> it's been going really good. No setbacks. Uh, my knees been reacting well. Uh, I have a great staff in Memphis. They've done an amazing job of pushing me, but at the same time being safe. Also here in LA, my first four months with rehab, we had amazing Myers Institute. Uh, they did a great job of taking care of me and, and you know making sure I was healing correctly in the, in the first couple months. Good. Well, we're, you're, you're a treat. You're a treat for all of us here today on uh, NBA Today. And you were pleasure. you were at the game, so should we just get to it? Sure, why not? Because I mean, the energy was crazy. Ooh, Last was. night was supposed to be the battle of Zion versus Ja, but Zion didn't play. Ja sure did, though. And here are some of the highlights. I mean, look, end of first quarter, Ja gets the ball. Throws it in. What? What were you thinking, Danny, when that went in? When it went up, I thought, oh, this has a chance. Um, it, you know, when guys make half-court shots, they always act like they did it on purpose. <laughs> um, a lot of it is, I'm not, it's not saying it does take skill, and he can shoot the ball. He's very capable, but it takes, it does take a lot of luck at that at that moment. And there was some sauciness. Look at Jose Alvarado. Don't do it. Like Don't what? Do it. Scores on jaw, then does the too small. Yeah, you, you know our team does a little bit of trash talking, and we we feed off that energy, so. Well, so, right there, and one son, and what does he do? Returns the favor. That's the, that's the way too small. That's yeah, that way, way <laughs> too small. But this was remarkable. What? Intercepting the inbound pass, going coast to coast, 
Like, did you see this coming I, either? I, I didn't see it coming. When it happened, I'm like, what, what the hell is he doing? And then <laughs> when he did it, I'm like, he makes it look so easy. And you never get used to his athleticism. And look what else he makes look easy. Third quarter, yeah, with the Switch left. hands in the air. They need to stop what? the game after that. Stop That's the game ridiculous. for five but this minutes. Is my th okay, let's stop the game right here because we have to take a look at one reaction. Okay, switch of the hands, <laughs> left. And where are we going? Do you know where we're going, Danny? Probably to me on the bench looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm using saving my legs, but I wanted to jump up. So I have to be very careful when I jump. But so you never get used to this guy's athleticism of how how fast he explodes and gets to the rim, how high he gets above the rim. A literal jaw dropper. But look at this one too. I mean, Larry Nance. Uh, oh my goodness, we have to look at this. I would say so nice. Know, to get the, okay, he's not, I mean, not this was this was not. I, I wanted an offensive foul. Oh wow. Oh stop. Oh stop. <laughs> gave my guy elbows to the, the face. Push. What's going on? And here? that's exactly what Larry Nance did. That's not legal. That's not legal. Fourth quarter though. Pelicans up six. CJ finds Alvarado. Treyway. He's been he's been big for them. Um, he brings a lot of great energy and he's a big reason why they've been playing well, especially on defense end of the floor. Yeah, and watch this. McCollum, the Prez, knocks down the three. The Pelicans will win 113-102. CJ had 30 points and nine assists. And here was the Prez right after the game. Yeah, I've been playing like lately. I've been feeling like and shooting the ball really poorly, which is uncharacteristic. I'm normally not good at the other things, but I can always shoot. So that was frustrating, just you know, not being able to help my team the way I wanted to, but also not just having the energy and not feeling great. You're going to make shots, you're going to miss shots, but if you prepare how you're supposed to, you're generally going to have success in the long run. And I think my track record speaks for itself and how I work and how I perform uh, when I'm called upon. So it's nice to see the work translate. And now, you know, as the saying goes, you just keep swimming. I should also note that Zion will also miss tonight's game versus Chicago. Now, Danny, you're a special guest today, and we're obviously giving you the floor first. I what was your that. biggest takeaway mm -hmm. from that game last night? Well, he spoke on – first of all, I didn't know he was sick and not feeling well. He damn sure didn't act like it or show it. <laughs> but the way he's been shooting as of late to start the season, he hasn't been shooting as well as his normal self. So, you know, we didn't – we guarded him that way, you know, kind of eased into it. But – he lit us up, and we, we let him get a rhythm too early. And the biggest takeaway from the last two games for us is the three-point line. Um, we haven't guarded it as well as we should have, but also teams have just been shooting it well. It's a combination of both. You know, CJ said him struggling early on. Obviously, Trey Murphy's shooting it from deep. But him struggling early on in the season, we, we gave him too much leeway. We let him get too hot too soon. And he hit seven threes on us. That, that's, that's a difference maker. So um, us having to defend the three-point line better and also shooting from three-point line better for us would help us a ton. So the reason why we lost the last two games is because we gave up too many threes and we're not making enough of them. And you can see those percentages right there, 47.5%, 47.4%. Perk, Captain Darkside, what are your thoughts on the <laughs> loss by the Grizzlies? <laughs> Well, I mean, great win for the for the Pelicans, right? They beat a shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies team. No, no uh, Desmond Baines, Jaron Jackson Jr. just coming back, his first game back off of injury. No Danny Green. But my biggest <laughs> takeaway is Mr. Box offing himself, and I'm talking about Ja Morant. Like, he's he's the most electrifying, exciting player in today's game. Every game should be televised when it comes down to the Memphis Grizzlies because he's must-see TV. He's not going to give you one highlight. He's not going to give you two highlights. He's going to give you three to five highlights in one game that have you saying, 
God bless America. Oh no, he didn't. God bless America. It's gonna have you saying that throughout the whole the whole entire game. And so when I look at John Moran, I said this yesterday. He <laughs> is culture for the league, right? He is everything that you want in today's in today in, to, in a guy that's a franchise guy. Most people, you know, kind of you know uh, compare him to Allen Iverson, right? Of of the '90s, but. The way that he he plays, his intensity, his athleticism, the uh, uh, the brand, the dreads, everything about Ja is box office, and that was my biggest takeaway. And it should be you guys' biggest takeaway. Yes, from sir. Last the, night. the dreads with the colors, we love it. We love to see it. Zach, more about the Pels or more about the Grizz here? Well, let's talk about the Pelicans. They won the game, and yeah. I want to give some shout outs to three of their reserve players who are balling out. Jose Alvarado, forty-one percent from three. He's not just sort of this plucky overachiever defensive pest. He's good. He's earning more time. Trey Murphy. He started last night. He's reserved normally. Trey Murphy is really, really good, and he's kind of getting scary good. He's making these really long three-pointers that help space the floor for the Pelicans. And Larry Nance Jr., 68% for the season. Passing, screening, rebounding. The Pels are plus 12 with Larry Nance and Zion on the floor. Plus 12 for 100 possessions. That's a great front line for them. And the Dyson Daniels kid, watch out for him. He's pretty good. 19 years old. They got some old. depth. They 19 got some years depth. old. That guy can rebound. And that is a skill that if the, if the Pelicans can find some minutes for him, they have something there. There was Andrew Lopez at a stat the other night. Okay, they played eight minutes with Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado, Dyson Daniels. You know what their defensive rating was? What? 77 that is a scary defensive rating if they can get those those guys together on the court together. Gotta love it, especially when we get big men balling. Uh, let's stick with the fun Western Conference contenders, but head over to my great state of Texas. You see, you, ha- you have to really see what Luka Doncic did last night oh, to man. L.A. It was wild. So if you think about Luka, oh my goodness, he's just been on a tear as of late. He had 30 points, 8 rebounds through three quarters. The Mavs led by four heading into the fourth quarter. And so let's get there. Game is tied at 93. Luka drives but kicks it out. Swings it over. Uh-uh. And they find Reggie Bullock. So that puts the Mavs up three. Now minute to play. Mavs still up three. John Wall to Marcus Morris. And look at this. Hey! Hey, hang time. Clippers cut the lead to one. Now on the other end, the ball swings around. And look at this. This Was the was this the play of the night, Zach Lowe? I, I, no, the jaw dunk is the play of yeah. the night. I don't what, care what if this won the game. Steal. The jaw dunk is the play of the night. And here's what Luca said about shushing the home crowd. I I wanted a celebration. I don't know why I did that, honestly. (laughs) I didn't know what to do, so. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't search. I'm not going to search our fans, so I don't know what I was doing, honestly. Humble flex. (laughs) Luca 35 and 11. Mavs win 103 101. Now, Luca has now scored 848 points against the Clippers during his five-year <laughs> career, including the playoffs. That's by far the most by any player against a single team. So we have to start with Danny again. Yeah. Danny, what makes guarding Luca mission impossible? Well, first, I, I saw Kurt said something um, the other day or the night that he, I think he kind of takes it personal when he plays against the Clippers for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. But um, he's just a crafty big guard. He's too big for small guards, and he's for, for big bigger guys to guard him. He's too fast. Um, he knows how to use his body well. He knows how to get to a spot. And he has his great touch around the rim. 
You know, he shoots the three well, step backs um, from deep range, and he's going to get to the free throw line. So if you guard him tight, he's going to use your body against you. He, he does all the little things that he needs to do to, to make the game easier for himself. And if he's struggling from three, he's going to find ways to still score the basketball and find his teammates to get them involved to make sure that they win the game and have a chance to win the game. Yeah, he's going to still use that body. Now, quick FYI, Luka is being listed as out tonight, getting rest as the Mavs take on Houston. So, Perk, we'll ask you, is Luka the hardest player to guard in the league right now? He is, he is. And, and, and I keep comparing him to uh, LeBron James, right? A younger mm -hmm. LeBron James minus the athleticism. And to all the points that Danny said, I mean, he's just a big guard. At that point forward position, he's so crafty. He's a hooper, and he has that dog in him. He embraces that type of atmosphere when he's on the road. It cha That challenge when a team like the Clippers come into his house and he takes that game personal. That's what you love out of him. And, by the way, he's skinny. This is the skinny version of Luka. And when you have this Luka that is in shape, that's ready, that's prepared, that's been hooping all summer long, coming into the season with razor sharp focus, he is the most unguardable person. Shout out to Jason Kidd because Jason Kidd has been challenging Luka, and I've been watching him fight, fighting to get over screens. I've been watching him communicate on switches, holding himself accountable on the defensive side of things, and it's everything that you want. You're right. Shout out to uh, Coach Kidd. But more importantly, like, get him off the left wing. That left wing is his money shot. We all see it comes down to the wire. And we'll discuss more of this later on. Mm -hmm. But still to come on NBA Today, here's a riddle. What's black and purple and shining all over? Not Wakanda for the moment. The Sacramento Kings and their fire light beam highlights are loading. And we also have more green, as in Danny. Okay, I'm punny, but it's all good. His thoughts on former teammate Ben Simmons, plus perspective on Clay Thompson and his journey so far. Because our own Ramona Shelburne sat down with Clay, the full-fledged conversation with the Splash Brother that covered everything is here. NBA Today rolls right along on. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com nba today is brought to you by the santa clauses now streaming only on disney plus The latest power rankings have been released on ESPN.com, so let's take a look. Coming in at the top spot, no surprise here, 
Jason Tatum, the Boston Celtics, with the best record in the NBA. Now coming in at number two, the team that got out to an undefeated 9-0 start, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. How about number three? Another back-to-back -back MVP in Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets are third on the list. Now quick update, the Joker is expected to miss some time as he just entered health and safety protocols. But at number four, we have a little bit of a surprise. Uh, can we? Can anybody here guess who, who came in at number four? Zach, I hope you didn't look at our notifications. It's the Portland, I see it now. I see it. The logo's right there. It's the Portland Trail Blazers. It's the team at the top of the Western Conference standings. The Blazers got their 10th win of the season last night, knocking off the San Antonio Spurs 117-110. Jeremy Grant had 29. Dame Lillard had 22 and 11. Anthony Simons had 23 points, including hitting five threes. The Blazers are off to their best start since 2018. So I have to ask you, Zach Lowe, who guessed correctly in the millisecond right there. Yes. Uh, what is the reason the Blazers have really started off the season so strong? Defense. Number seven overall in defense, which I think qualifies as a surprise. And when you watch them play, two things stick out. Number one, all the long, rangy, Danny Green-like wings they have. Jeremy Grant, Justice Winslow, even Shaden Sharp, Nasir Little, Josh Hart. And they haven't even played Gary Payton the second yet. They cover a lot of space. They're nailing all their rotations inside and out. It's been a joy to see. And Chauncey Billups, they, you can tell when you watch the Blazers, they are really, really well prepared. They can zone. They can play man. They can play a trapping pick-and-roll defense. They can sit back. They know the other team's playbook really well. And that stuff doesn't happen if you don't have all the players dialed into the little things and a coaching staff that's dialed into defense. Number seven overall, that's a huge win. Yeah, Danny, what have you seen from Dame and Co? I have to, big, I have to give a big shout-out to Chauncey. Um, he said he's got them well-prepared. Uh, they're competing. They're playing hard. He spoke about this in multiple interviews. But last year, I think them taking all those losses, but also building up Anthony Simons and all the pieces around him, and then bringing in Jeremy Grant, who's been balling, um, has been a huge uh, factor for them. But he's got them playing at a high level and defensively competing, playing hard. you got the young kids locked in, and, 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 and they're bought in. You know, Dame is bought in as well. Um, and getting him back from last year being hurt, um, you know, you, you know, only a matter of time before they figured it out. But they figured it out a lot sooner than most people expected them to. So big shout-out to Chauncey Billups. Big shout-out to Jeremy Grant for bringing in uh, some big numbers, as you see like, on the Ooh. screen right now. Ooh, the and last balling and, and bringing them to the top of the West. Last six games, 27 points, six rebounds, shooting 55.6 from the field and 60% from three. Okay, Dame time. Uh, but still to come right now on NBA Today, Mama Momo sit down with Clay Thompson, the official ESPN cover story on perhaps the most interesting man in the NBA. Do not miss it. And not one, but two huge Eastern Conference showdowns tonight. Giannis and the Bucks versus the Cavs. And of course, the Hawks and Celtics on ESPN. We'll preview both. Plus, Danny Green still with us. The one-time team the one -time teammate of Ben Simmons. He talks about mindset, their time in Philly together. I want you to spill the tea, Danny. You got to <laughs> spill the tea. Coming up next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to NBA Today. This is not a regular season game. No, no. I love Clay Thompson. Now that doesn't excuse talking a little mess with each other. I got four of these, and y'all doing all that talking. No, they want to see doing that. I like this energy. Competitive plays like I got four rings. Devin Booker's like I'm going off right now. I'm not competitive. I'm not going to back down. has taken on an entire new meaning for Klay Thompson the last few years. We all remember that interaction on October 25th where he didn't back down to the trash talk with Devin Booker and the Suns. I mean, four titles in eight years generally gives you the upper hand in those situations. We saw the flex. He reminded us all that he certainly didn't back down from the injuries that kept him out two-plus seasons. That journey back to a championship is the focus of ESPN's cover story with Ramona Shelburne. Twice a week, Clay Thompson boats from his home in Tiburon across the bay to the Warriors' home in San Francisco. Man, I love the Splash Express so much. It changed my life in what way? Ah, it just brought me so many new experiences, knowledge about the ocean. Those two things, knowledge and experiences, man, those are priceless. Clay says working on his boat gives him purpose, and the sea gives him peace. But like life, The water isn't always calm. When the sea turned rough, how did the five-time All-Star navigate through it? Who was he without basketball? Would he ever be the same? I'm Ramona Shelburne, and this is ESPN Cover Story. In 2019, Clay and the Golden State Warriors were at the peak of their dynasty. Our boys are giants. These Warriors are good. They're looking for a fourth title in five years. On June 2019, of the finals that year, I was playing so incredibly well. Clay Thompson in the zone. My shot felt effortless. My sliding on defense was great. I felt quick. I felt bouncy. Thompson grabs his left knee, writhing in pain. And everybody for the Warriors holding their breath. I didn't know it was that serious, but adrenaline was very high, so I didn't really feel the pain that much. I was walking down the tunnel, and Luke Laux, one of our assistants at the time, yelled at me, like, you have to shoot these free throws if you want to stay in the game. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shoot these free throws. 30 sounds way better than 28, especially in a championship game. So I was going to leave those on the board. I thought it was like a knee sprain or something. I even told Steve, I was like, I just need a couple minutes, man. I'll be back, coach. On 
Unfortunately for Clay and the Warriors, Tess revealed a torn ACL, an injury that required surgery and would force him to miss the entire 2020 season. Had you ever been hurt like that before? No, never. I broke a foot when I was in sixth grade. The first eight, nine years of my career were very smooth sailing. No major injuries. Our sport is our joy, it's our source. So when you're without it, you feel kind of lost at times and you just gotta tell yourself that it's a marathon, not a sprint. The road back was long and arduous as the grueling rehab took a toll on Clay physically and mentally. What did you do when you were out that whole time? I would support my teammates on the bench. It was so hard to watch, man, gosh. So much better being a participant, my goodness. Uh, I've, I've read a lot of books. I would go boating. I would do anything to try and fill up my days, to be honest. I didn't watch a lot of basketball because it, it would hurt my heart to watch and knowing I couldn't participate. Then, on November 18th, 2020, just one year after tearing his ACL, Clay's journey back would take an unexpected turn. Worst possible news for the Warriors, Clay Thompson has suffered a full tear of his right Achilles. He will miss the entire season. And again, this happened when he was playing a pickup game in Southern California. The Achilles hurt really bad because I was just worked for a whole year on the, my knee and it was just a, probably the darkest time of my professional career just because I just knew I had a long road ahead of me. After what I just went through, it was hard to accept that. I remember talking to Steph, Draymond, and Steve that day and all the texts I got from guys around the league meant a lot. As Clay was struggling to heal off the court, Golden State Warriors were struggling to win on it. This is nightmarish. All championship hopes are out the window. In the two seasons Clay was out, the Warriors would miss the playoffs, leaving many to wonder if the window to the franchise's success was closed. Yeah, I felt it for the team. I felt bad not being out there with Steph Draymond and Jordan and Wiggs, but I felt bad for myself. I'm not going to lie to you, Ramona. I was sad for a while just because it was just, like, so unexpected. I was angry a lot of times just watching, knowing how good you are and what you're capable of. Man, two years is a long time, especially when you used to be the guy who would play 77, 78, 80 games every season. And then it's like your body just kind of gives out on you for a little bit and you're questioning everything and, um, you know, you don't really know what it's like until you go through it. So I feel for every athlete who has to battle back from that. Clay was looking everywhere for direction and inspiration. He found it in self-help guru Tony Robbins. Shout out to Tony Robbins as well. Tony helped me a lot during the days I had a boot on. Tony actually came and did a seminar with our team in 2019. It was amazing. I walked out of that feeling like I could conquer the world. And he just was telling me to like, just do simple, they seem like silly things. You know, it'd be like beat your chest and scream in the mirror, I'm an effing warrior. And it would feel so good after that I felt like I could do anything. I'm a freaking warrior. And I still do that to this day because you can't, yeah, that, that was great. There's a saying they teach young sailors, slow as pro, meaning when you hit choppy water, don't speed through the waves, slow down and trust that you'll ride over the top of them. 
Two and a half years, 175 games, 941 days. Here he is. How special was that day when you first got back to the court? To hear the crowd again, to get the ovation in the starting lineup, to dunk on somebody my first game back. Good look at a three. There it is. First dunk, first three. After 941 days to do those things, that was uh, quite possibly the best day of my career. Clay isn't the same person he was before basketball was taken from him. He's stronger on the outside and within. Do you appreciate it more now? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so grateful for being healthy now. I give myself a pat on the back because I play, played a vital role on a championship team. The Warriors are the 2022 NBA champs. I couldn't see that during the Achilles rehab. Embers of the dynasty still glowing. Every night on the hardwood in a Warriors uni is really a dream for me. Thompson, go! It's madness! So I'm just going to remind myself of that every time I step on the court. Back with Danny Green and Ramona Shelburne. And Ramona, thank you so much. What a beautiful story. And as an athlete myself that has had to overcome knee and Achilles injuries, this this story is so important. And, you know, Danny, we saw in that little feature right there the moment where Clay had that major injury. I believe you went up for the block on that play. Now we're three and a half years removed from that. What did you take from watching and experiencing Clay's recovery process? Man, um, like you said, you can never really understand Understand it until you go through it. Uh, he went through rehab twice. I, I'm, I had a long summer going through rehab once. I couldn't imagine doing it a second time. Um, but he looks like he's in good. I'm happy for him. He's in great spirits. He's battled back. He's found ways to find his happiness when he was going through that time. And I think that's the, the biggest part is the mental issue um, of not getting in the dark places or getting depressed. Um, so I'm happy for Clay. I'm extremely, truly happy for him. I, even though I do hate seeing Golden State win, I'm happy that he came back and, and was able to win a championship on, on his terms and continue to play at a high level. Because um, being involved in that play, you never want to see a player go down, especially that, that, that great of a player and be involved in it. Um, so I kind of felt guilty about it, felt bad about it. And I never knew how he felt about it, you know, mentally until Ramona told me that he didn't blame me for it, which was which was great news. It was great to hear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm truly happy for him. I'm glad he's in a, in a, a good space. And, and people are giving him a lot of criticism, even still. You know, as great yeah. as he's been playing or winning a championship, it takes time, you know, mentally, physically. And he had a short summer again where he's had to come back now after those two injuries. Um, you know, he, he's got to get back to himself. But he's been playing really well. Uh, so super proud of any athlete that comes back for something like that and can say nothing but great things about him. Yeah, and we personally, you, Danny, myself, Clay, we've been a part of that comeback crew, and it's hard when you hear that criticism, but the only thing you can do is use that as motivation, Ramona. Yeah, you know, he's feisty this year, right? I mean, a lot of what the story is about is can he still be the same player? as he was before. And I think he knows in his head that even as a quote says, you know, even if I'm 90% of the player that I was, still a hell of a player. Mm. But there's a part of him that will never accept that because he's so damn competitive. And that's when you you see him yelling at Book, they're playing them tonight. You you (laughs) get ejected, say four rings. You hear him clapping back at Charles Barkley when he says that about him. That's the competitive side of him. But even though rationally he knows, yeah, (laughs) I had an ACL and an Achilles just a couple years ago, he's still coming back from that maybe he's not a hundred percent to his former glory but he still have a play he knows that yeah but he's not gonna accept it because competitively he can't absolutely not right and as you mentioned Ramona the future is only 
one part of the cover story. Mm -hmm. There is much more in the written piece on ESPN.com right now, including this interesting quote from Steve Kerr saying, quote, if you look at the core, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Andre, those guys have been together for basically a decade. That doesn't happen in sports. But when you have a backcourt like these two guys who are just so potent and explosive, but also just so naturally humble and respectful to everyone around them, that allows for an organization to get through the rough patches. But it can only last so long. We know this isn't going forever. This could be the last year. Maybe next year is the last year. We're in the final stages. We know that. We want to make the most of it. What does Coach Steve Kerr mean when he says this is the final stages, Ramona? Yeah, it's real talk. I mean, he said they've been together for a decade. Yeah. Like, you can't keep a team together that much. That, a decade is a long time in the NBA. The fact that they had a second act. It's like dog years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the I've fact been that they it. had a second act and yeah. came back and won a title last year is amazing after what they had done the two years pre- previously. And I think Steve has a recognition that all these guys in their early to mid-30s now, they're, they're getting expensive. They just paid Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole. <laughs> like, whether it's this year is the last year, next year or the year after that, they're they're, cl- they're close to the end of it, of this run, of this run okay. of dominance. Now, there's a try to reinvention that's happening. Yeah. They're trying to pass the baton. True. It's a little clunky right now. <laughs> yes. Okay? But, yeah, that road, but they're road still schedule's there. a little clunky. They're still there. The road, the road record's a little clunky. But I think there's a, there's a theme of fragility that runs through this entire story, which is in an instant, your life can change. Your body can break. Danny, you just experienced that last yeah. year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this dynasty that they had, they were riding high. You thought they could never lose. Worst team in the league after everybody gets hurt. They build it back up. But while you have this in your – while you're in that moment, while you have this team and, and you're at the peak of your physical abilities, you have to appreciate it. Yes. Every, that's what Clay kept talking about. I'm so grateful for just being healthy. We know exactly what that's like, right, Yeah, Danny? well, I've been with Tim, Timmy, Tony, and Manu, so I, I know yep. it, them <laughs> being together for a decade and Pop trying to ma- maximize – their end of yep. years. So I know exactly what Steve Kerr is talking about. Yeah, and by the way, Splash Express, love the name of the boat. <laughs> I love the name of the boat. Well, uh, the Nets, they went into Sacktown and got beamed into the universe last night. <laughs> so guess what? We're transitioning from one of the hottest teams to the one that everyone needs to know. And a legend joins us, Michael Wilbon. Next, the legend the in the building. Uh-huh. Stay tuned. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. I'm Chineo Gwimike in for Malika Andrews. And just when you thought this show couldn't get any better, I mean, Danny Green's in the building. The one, the only, the legend, oh, Michael oh, Wilbon, graces us with his presence. Thank Chinea, you for joining. it's good to be here. Good to see you. So excited. Thanks for having me. So excited. I, mean, I knew I was going to be with, working with Danny already. This is great. Yeah, I, I'm the lucky one, man. I get a chance to be good with to you guys. Have. We collectively are. Now, normally, I would say let's check in on the Nets. But after De'Aaron Fox joined us last week, Let's crown the Kings, baby. Roll the tape. Let's get it. So Kevin Durant has scored 25 points in every game this season, looking to extend that streak last night, and he would come out on fire, Mr. Wilbon. I mean, look at that jumper. Look at that turnaround. How exciting was this for you to watch? Uh, on that end today, it was great to watch the Nets. Familiar? That's familiar. The other end of the floor? Not so much. Correct. Durant finished with 18 points in the first half, 27 for the game, but that would not be enough. Now the game tied at 40, and Terrence Davis had himself a night. I mean, what? Davis right there with a steal, coast to coast. He finished with 31. The Kings would go up 12 right there. Now Sacramento not done. At this point, they're up 20, y'all. And this is one of my favorite names, Red Velvet, <laughs> Kevin Herter. Like, what? And then there were some words exchanged between both teams right before halftime. Now, a little over seven minutes left in the third. The Kings with a comfortable lead, 91-65. And what's a bonus? And they're just running away with it at this point. Kings up 32 here. No closeouts? No. What, Danny, you play defense. Where is theirs? Where's the next? It, it, they're struggling a little bit right now, man, but they'll so figure wild. it out. King, the Kings go on to route the Nets 153-121. Sacramento becomes the first team to score 150 points. And then afterwards, the coolest thing in the NBA right now, light the beam, baby. And as much as I love talking to Perk, I love seeing what he tweets more. And this one is an all-timer. The Nets are officially, quote, dead bird tall grass. First, they lost to the Lakers. And tonight, they gave up 150. How many wings is that? <laughs> to all the Nets fans out there, I would like to send my condolences carry on and there is Kendrick Perkins mm -hmm. the man behind the keyboard or should we say like the Twitter fingers big perk <laughs> was last night your breaking point on the net season it, it was and Danny just said DG just said they'll be all right they just going through a, 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 a struggling moment no it's not the struggle is real and the struggle is not over and it's going to continue to grow look when you hear Kevin Durant come out, and I saw the reports about him talking about the guys that are in the starting lineup with him, that is a problem. Mm -hmm. We don't know when Kyrie Irving is going to come back. We don't know the timetable on that. And we have grown to understand and realize that Ben Simmons is who he is at this moment. His speculations and his rumors out there that the team is not really feeling him right now and his production on the floor. It is unfair at the moment to waste Kevin Durant greatness right now, and he's not on a team that's not competed for a championship. And I said this about two or three weeks ago. Sean Marks needs to do Kevin Durant a favor and trade him to a team, a title contender, where we could watch him. We could actually watch him in the playoffs and compete <laughs> for a championship. And I get it. He signed the contract, but he also been the most reliable person in the Nets organization since he stepped foot 
into that franchise. And here's the report that Perk just alluded to after the loss. KD told Bleacher Reports, uh, Chris Haynes, look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joel Harris, Claxton and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there? Uh, really interesting. Anytime you have to preface something with no disrespect, you know that probably <laughs> gonna, there's something some that's happening. Uh, Mr. Willibon, what's your reaction to Katie's quotes? First, let me apologize to Perk and Jalen because they said earlier on, and Perk is right, it's at least a couple of weeks ago, we started saying, okay, there's going to be need to be a deal here. And I just thought this is premature. Why are they jumping the gun? They weren't jumping the gun. This is what needs to happen. First of all, They've exhausted, Shanae, their benefit of the doubt. How often are we going to sit here? I know, <laughs> That's Perk, the face, I, my, Perk. I, my apologies, <laughs> sir. You were right. You told me. Look, how often are we going to wait for them to win five out of six and get on a roll and start to justify the existence mm. of that personnel? How long? Well, at, Perk, is, Perk and Jalen were right. It's time to, to probably give up on that. That means Sean Marks needs to at least consider. When, when Kevin Durant says that, that's a wow to me for him to say that publicly to Chris Haynes. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people, at least some fans of the Nets, are saying, well, wait till Kyrie gets back. Do you think that's a I, little I agree fixable? With, I agree with both parties, and I agree with Perk pretty much on all parts except one. I would not trade Kevin Durant. I think you could trade the pieces around him. I don't think it's too late, or I think it's very soon. Um, they still have a lot mm -hmm. of time. There's still guys getting back to rhythm. You know, Joe Harris is coming off injury. Seth Curry is coming off injury. We're still waiting on Kyrie to come back. They've got a new head coach, Jock Vaughn. I, I think the, it starts with the buy-in. Um, and obviously his quote shows that he was not bought in this summer to what they can bring or what they can do with that, that roster. And that's why he asked for a trade. But if you can get KD to buy in, if Jock Vaughn can get those guys to buy in and get those guys healthy, I think they can turn around and still, they may not be the top of the East, but I still think they will be a, a playoff team and a contender if they can get guys to buy in first. And I, I see you, Perk. Yeah. You want to mount your rebuttal really quick? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Because, DG, they, they, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wasn't bought there to just be in the playoff hunt. Mm -hmm. They came together to actually win a championship. So let's think about what happened since they, those two signed for, with the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, all of a sudden you give up uh, Jared Allen and Karis LeVert to get James Harden. James Harden get there. And now they all supposed to sign a contract extension. Then Kyrie, rightfully so, is his right. He set out majority of the season last season because he didn't want to get vaccinated. James Harden wanted no parts of it. So what did James Harden do? Force his way to Philly. So they traded him to Philly for Ben Simmons. So now all of a sudden you get back Ben Simmons, who you haven't seen play since God knows forever. And then when he do get back, he's still lacking uh, confidence. His offense is still not there. And he's not giving you what you need. And now you go to this point where they're at right now. Kyrie Irving is out. Ben Simmons is not the all-star caliber player that we want him to be. You fire Steve Nash, so what else could you possibly do? You didn't lost James Harden. You're not going to get anybody to that caliber anymore to come play with Kevin Durant. We don't know how they feel about Kyrie Irving. You have to trade KD. Do him a favor. Do him a favor. Okay, I know, I know this was a little bit glass, half empty. The Kings have got a lot of love, but we have to obviously talk about the Nets based on their quotes. But let's go glass half full, because next on NBA Today, Malika previews tonight's monster matchup between two of the beasts of the East, Giannis taking on Spider Mitchell. What a matchup. Stay tuned.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's going to be fun having somebody like DeJounte. It's going to be pick your poison. Many players in the league, you know, like JB. We got each other back. Brown, Tatum, for Jalen Brown. Elevates and throws it down hard with the right hand. Jalen Brown has entered the chat. Going down tonight in the ATL. The first place Celtics and the third place Hawks square off for the first time this season. But before we preview the game, there's some injury news for the Celtics as both Malcolm Brogdon and Marcus Smart will be out. Brogdon has a hamstring injury and Smart has an ankle injury. But nevertheless, let's preview the battle of the East. So let's start with you, Zach. Uh, who do you think has the better backcourt of the two? I've never used this thing before. I don't want to break it. Look, I want to, I want to get cute. Like, we know who the best duo is. It's the Jays. But I'm going to str- strictly position guards. I'm going Hawks, Trey Young, DeJounte Murray. Fitting great. They're plus like a million with those two on the floor. It's going well. How about I would you, change my mind if I was going to say the Celtics because they're both injured tonight. That is their backcourt essentially. Also, going with the Hawks there. I mean, and, and I understand that Trey Young is not shooting it all that well yet, but he'll get there. They've got the best backcourt. Narrowly. Marginal. Okay. We're at a tie. And both uh, the Celtics and the Hawks have dynamic scores in Jason Tatum and Trey Young. So, Zach, who is the best volume scorer? Come on now. Come on now. Best volume score. I just kind of read this as best player, best guy, best guy in the game. Jason Tatum. No question about it. He's averaging whatever he's averaging, 31, 32, making shots from everywhere. Jason Tatum. 32 points a game. All right. And, look, this could be Trey Young. It could be he'd be in the running. 25 points a game. A little down because, again, he's shooting 38%. And so right now until that changes, Jason Tatum. Okay. Yeah, All right. We're still at That's time. definitive. Um, how about the best bench? I think – I think there's one particular venture that's been underrated. People think the Boston Celtics are thin. They're not thin, especially Peyton Pritchard starting to get them good minutes. When Robert Williams comes back, Grant Williams will go to the bench. Sam Hauser can play. They're getting good minutes for everyone. Atlanta's bench is a little hit or miss, but keep an eye on A.J. Griffin. He's coming along. Um, amen to everything you said about the benches. So we're following each other very closely. Going with the Celtics bench, which is totally underrated. They're going to have to produce tonight. Yeah, true. With those injuries. True. How about this? New additions. New additions. Got to go with the all-star. Easy. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray by himself wins this category. Next. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We disagree finally? If Gallinari was healthy and playing, this would go to the Celtics. But Malcolm Brogdon, 
I'm gonna have a push. Oh. I didn't know we could do pushes. Oh. I mean, uh-huh. Don't. You're gonna overrate Brogdon. You're gonna underrate Brogdon that much, Zach? No, no, no. Brogdon's okay. a big deal for their team. I like that. It does wonders for Marcus Smart as well, and allowing him to do other things. Mr. Wilbon can pressure. do whatever he wants. We get a push. All right, both of you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Chief. Who's the winner tonight? Well, I picked before I knew all the Marcus Smart was out too, <laughs> but I'm sticking with the Celtics. They're the best team in the East right now with Milwaukee. I'm going with them. So uh, I, I made this pick before I knew that those guys were out. The backcourt that we talked about is out. So at home. The winning Ooh. streak stops. Hawks win Ooh, tonight. I, can I go I push on who wins the game? No, uh, but you, can, you can go watch us on Countdown where Mr. Mr. Wilbon will be there, and I can't wait With to you. see you there in, you in a little bit. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Now, that game between the Hawks and the Celtics kicks off tonight. Star-studded doubleheader at 7.30 Eastern. Then it's off to the desert for Steph and the Warriors taking on Devin Booker and the Suns. Our coverage tips off with NBA Countdown at 7 on ESPN and the app. Now, those aren't the only big-time games tonight in the league that never sleeps. We're two days away from hitting the one-month mark this young NBA campaign, and the storylines have been anything but scarce. But in a season where the -the off-the-court stories are dominating the headlines, our girl Malika Andrews breaks down the on-court chemistry between two Eastern Conference foes. This team has drama consuming no insight that could explode in Warriors any number of directions. There was a punch. Oh, it's seven on the road. Shock and awe situation the here. are done. In a season that's been dotted with drama, distractions, and disappointment early on, an established squad is lurking in the Eastern Conference. I am talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Ahead, Giannis, dropping it down hard. The Bucks are a focused force, and it's showing. Their defense is formidable. The two-time MVP is looking like he could win a third. They're proven, they're steady. But Cleveland would like a word. Oh my! The two face off for the first time in the regular season on Wednesday night, but they could also stand in each other's way come May. After all, the Bucks have been a surefire playoff team for the last several years and a safe bet to make deep postseason runs. But there hasn't been a team to come out of the East in back-to-back years since who? Cleveland! This is for you! Oh, that's right. The Cavaliers. Yes, this is a new look from that wine and gold team. Kevin Love is the only player remaining from their 2016 championship run. They have dipped into the fountain of youth with 21-year-old Evan Mobley and 24-year-old Jarrett Allen towering over the front court. Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell are as talented a tandem as you'll find in an NBA backcourt, propelling the Cavaliers to be top five in both offense and defense. Get that weak stuff out of here. The Bucks have battled with a slew of would-be contenders in recent seasons, from Brooklyn to Boston to Atlanta to Philadelphia. Oh, wow! Add the lamb to that list. We're showing the Bucks. Yeah, I'll get a shot in the basket before I leave. You better. You got to. <laughs>